Hello, good day everyone. My name is Chipotle from Kenbury. I am part of Batch 5 Tranquil Trust Fires and I'll be anchoring today's sermon. Before I move to the sermon, I will briefly share all my experiences ever since we've started the program and, and what I have learned. Firstly, I'll be talking about healing emotional wounds. What is emotional wounds? It's a state of tenderness that we easily take offense to. It could be from childhood, it could be from environment, it could be from peer, from family, and so on. I lost three deadly emotional wounds, which are anger, or hurt, fear, and guilt. All these three things have been manifesting, have been shown in my life over the years, which I do not know that's an emotional wound, but I just feel it's a normal way of life. Then I also learned some defense mechanism, which have been using ever since I've learned them during the course of the program and has been working for me. We have denial, we have repression, we have projection, we have displacement, we have regression, we have rationalization, sublimation, compartmentalization, and so on and so forth. Then I will move to healings. We talk about healings being the bread for the children of God, and as a child of God, we are entitled to get a healing from Him. Yes, it's the greatest healer. We just need to be aligned with Him. Also, I learned that when you know who you are as a child of God, any situation you get will not bother you because you see it as an opportunity and not an obstacle. And then we talk about father's love. We said simply when a child is deficient of a father's love. I mean, sorry, father's wound. This is when a child is deficient of a father's love. This could be through so many things. It could be as a result of death, divorce, inability to take responsibility, of which a lot of people are experienced and they've been wounded and battered. Then we're talking about mother's wound. It's also exactly like the father's love when a child is deficient of a mother's love. It could be intentional or unintentional. In the case of a mother's wound, it is always so severe and traumatic and the child doesn't get healed easily from it except by the grace of God. Because I've learned over the years that there is a bond that exists between the mother and the child. This could also be a result of death, unavailability, illness, illness, you know, and so on and so forth. We will talk about meeting your needs. No matter how much you have to be different in life, you have needs. Every human being has needs. And it is something that is required in order to live, be successful, and be happy. You have one options when it comes to meeting your needs because if you don't meet that needs consciously, it will be made subconsciously. Needs is not limited to physical things, it could be your energy, it could be services, it could be love, and so on and so forth. Then I learned that you need people, you need people for greater achievements. Yes, surround yourself with people whose needs are met by meeting your own needs. Do not just surround yourself with people, just any help. Select the kind of relationship you should engage yourself with then we talked about why are we so easily triggered and learned that we get triggered because we don't have a direct link with objective reality with objective reality and the best way to be free to free yourself from being easily triggered is to refuse 
to believe in what most of our women and rapidly frightens or angers you. When we talk about getting closer to God, we learned from what Mama sent to us five ways by which you can get closer to God. The first one we talked about relying on God's grace. His grace is an unmerited favor for us. It is a free gift from God to us. We do not expect it. We do not work for it. But it freely gives us because it loves us. Another thing by which you can, another way by which you can get closer to God is to enjoy God's creation. It gives us a world full of amazing things to enjoy. To enjoy. That is still talking about how much God loves us. Now we talk about being still as a way to get closer to God. We live in a world that is very, that is fast paced and very demanding. So if we have to stop be still and be in God's presence learn to hear from God we should learn to hear from God we should learn to align ourselves to Him yes, Psalm 62 verse 5 6 my soul find rest in God my hope comes from Him talking to God as a way of getting closer to God we should always make efforts to always be thinking about God we should let our thoughts, our mind be subjected and be in captivity to the obedience of God we should talk to him no matter where we are, what we are doing in our mind, even our actions, even in our voice. We should always talk to God. And the last one is go to the cross. There is nothing between us and God. That pan has been taken away by the years. That veil has been torn over the years. It has the pan was broken, the body was broken through the power of the cross. Then I'll be talking. My sermon's topic will be on God's love i want us to know that there is no greater summary that which is found in john 3 16. that will be our anchor text for this sermon so we'll be reading together john chapter 3 verse 16 i'll be looking at it word by word phrase by phrase and by the grace of god we'll be talking about we'll be breaking it down and talking about how much god loved us through this Next, it says, For God to love the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, and whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. From this verse, sorry, I have to move faster for some time. From this verse, we will be discussing some truths about the love of God as the Holy Spirit did us. The first one, the love of God is unconditional. For God so loved the world, the world could mean an ungodly multitude. The whole mass of men alienated from God. It could mean those that even rejected God and yet God still loved the world. The Bible didn't say God loved the good people, or God loved the Jews, or God loved the saints, or God loved the world of Washington. It says, For God so loved the world. So God's love clearly isn't based on our spiritual condition or our moral predisposition. It is not based on our behavior or attitude or anything. Rather, we see here that God's love for mankind is universal and uncommon. Conditional, he loves everyone he created. Another thing I'll be talking about on the love of God is that God's love is sacrificial, that He gave His Son, that He gave God. God love is sacrificial that He gave. He gave. God loved us by giving, by serving, and by sacrificing. So you will learn something important about nature of true love. Some people think they love others because of what those people do for them or how they make them feel. No, but God shows us that true love has nothing to do with what you can do for me, but everything to do with what I can do for you. Another thing we'll be talking about in the love of God that God love is value. 
Bible. He's holy. He's only son. He's only. Here we see the value of Father's love for us. Not only was he willing to give the holy he had when you give to someone out of your abundance, that is one thing. But when you give out of your poverty, that is quite another thing. If you had several vehicles, it might be seen as a noble thing if you were to give one of them to a family who had none. But if you are to give them the only vehicle you had that would be seen as something more than noble, something above and beyond the call of duty, it would be seen as a real sacrifice. God's love is personable another way of showing God's love. Son, God's love was made manifest in this room through the person of Jesus Christ, the only Son of the Father. Jesus Christ came into this world to reveal to us the love of God in human form. Another way to reflect the love of God is that the love of God is accessible, accessible, that whosoever believes in Him. The really good news about God's love is that there is no limited to selected few. It's unavailable only to those who were born with different skin color, but it's available to those who believe in Him. God's love is non-judgmental, should not perish. God's call is sending the Son from heaven to earth was not to condemn you, to show you how bad you are, how unworthy you are, how hopeless you are. God's only desire is sending the Son to show you His love, to draw you into a love relationship with Himself. That then I'll be talking about God's love being beneficial, being beneficial, but to have eternal life. If you're a believer, you already possess eternal life, you are already members of the kingdom of heaven, and all this was made manifest and possible by God's love. In conclusion, he who, he who does not love God does not know God, for God is love. We love him because he first loved us. He demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet seen as Christ died for us. Thank you, God. Bless you.